What's cooking, everybody? It's Tuesday, February 2nd. We're snowed in here, and this is the Poor Couples Deep Dish Podcast, where we do a deep dive on all your favorite foods. I'm your host, Poor Couples Eric, a.k.a. The Goose, a.k.a. Sub-Zero. And with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Poor Couples Meg, a.k.a. Le Skunk, a.k.a. Melina. Hello. And together, we are the poor couple who are freezing their asses off now because it is cold. We hope you're all full and not looking for any tasty knowledge facts because today we are going off topic. We did it. <laughs> Another rough start. Yeah, a, a bad start. That was like None take of you will 12. Know. Take 10, take 12, <laughs> How? take 15. None of you will know. None of you will know. We I got the giggles. We got the giggles, we got the stupids. I got the stupids. You didn't really say what you had to say, like, hello, and that was it. I was worried, because, like, you were finally getting it, and then I heard dog bark in hallway, <laughs> and Charlie's head pop up, and I was going to be like, no. Yeah, he was going to go bark, and I was going to go, fuck, and then I was going to get real mad, and everyone's going to be really grouchy, but also giggling at the same time, so well, that's a weird feeling to have. But we but made it. We're at appetizers. We are at appetizers. And uh, no, we're not exaggerating. We, uh, well, technically we're not snowed in anymore because it's already started to melt. But in case you skipped over like weather forecast for, I don't know, or you don't live in America, but uh, Northeast got slammed by like a huge blizzard and we got like a foot and a half of snow here on Long Island. So yeah, we are just at that point where like everything's been plowed and like the streets are already clear. But now just if you're walking on the sidewalk, there's just like five foot tall just mountains of snow like when you go like for uh when you're walking on the sidewalk there's just you're like walking through a canyon yeah you're going through a tunnel and if you're a parking lot there's this like giant snow piles taking up like five spots yeah and like 20 feet tall not fun if you live in the south then uh we envy you (laughs) so bad right now i i hate it i hate winter Every single day in winter, basically, not an exaggeration, I just, I yell or complain, not yell, but yeah. I just say I fucking hate winter so much. I find an excuse every day, tell, tell, every day, every day, every day, that's how much I hate winter. I don't even hate snow that much, because, like, snow can be kind of fun as long as you don't have to drive in it. It's quiet. pretty and it's, yeah, it's very quiet. Like, when you go outside, it's like you just get to pretend you're in, like, the snow level yeah. from every video game. Assuming the plows aren't out yet. That's it. it's like... <laughs> yeah, it gets interrupted by uh, that, that, that nice, peaceful <laughs> snowfall sound. Uh, one of my friends and I, we were talking about it, and it's, like, it's funny, because, like I said, I don't even hate snow as much as I hate cold. He brought up how there actually can be, a, like, it can be cold enough that it can't snow. Like, it can't precipitate. So we both jokingly, like, you know, reached the conclusion, not even snow likes the cold. Because cold weather is bullshit. The one good thing, I guess, if we could say the one good thing with gigantic air quotes about cold weather is you get to indulge in, like... Cozy foods. Cozy, comfort, cold weather foods, which technically you don't have to only eat them when it's cold out. It's just there's an excuse to i guess like i'm the odd one out i know but like i i don't give a shit what time of year it is i'll go it'll be the middle of july and it'll be like yeah, i could go for i could go for a cup of hot cocoa right about now we'll have some soup i can't do it i can't have soup or hot cocoa or even hot tea usually and once it's warm out yeah i don't want i don't know when it's hot out i just want cool things in my body yeah i guess i mean you make a lot of iced tea in the winter i do uh, in i the make summer, iced tea that's 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 yummy but yeah like uh i don't know if you comfort food is such a weird term because like it doesn't even really have like a real definition it's just this like collection mm-hmm. of like 
starchy, heavy fucking foods that are just, like, yummy and make you feel warm and full inside, so... It's good for a cold winter day where you're just pissed off at the weather and you're like, I'm going to days until spring. But uh, we, yesterday, I, no, what were you going to say? I was say, I think hot cocoa might be the, like, penultimate, like, or no, the ultimate, whatever, the top, top tier cold weather food. Top tier cold weather food. Because it's just so cozy. It's, like, creamy and chocolatey, you got little marshmallows and you can, like, yeah. cup your mug and keep your hands warm. And best of all, as we've covered in the past, Hot cocoa's good for you. That's not even a joke. That's not an exaggeration. Cocoa's got a shit ton of antioxidants in it. It's got vitamins in it. And milk has got calcium and vitamin D. So provided you're not pouring like six and a half cups of sugar into it, hot cocoa is better for you than a cup of red wine. So drink up, mates. <laughs> it's winter time and it sucks, but you can at least have hot cocoa to warm you up. But uh, we yesterday we made uh, we made chicken and dumplings, yeah. which Oh, I I am a big fan of chicken and dumplings. I'm not even from the South, in case you couldn't tell. Hey there, <laughs> I'm from, Yeah, I got my good old Georgian accent. I'm from Texas. Don't you understand me? No, seriously. Uh, um, you have it at Cracker Barrel, right? Yeah, I had it at Cracker Barrel originally, and then we have a cookbook of all these like copycat yeah. recipes from this dude who like figures out all these like famous recipes, and he made one for Cracker Barrel. Uh, if you want to check him out, his name is Todd Wilbur. Go look him up on Facebook. He mostly just posts like meme photos and stuff, <laughs> but he also is really good at like cracking these like recipes and like. Yeah, we have two books of them. Yeah, so that's where we got this uh, this recipe for chicken and dumplings from. So like, if you've never had or heard of chicken and dumplings for some reason, I don't know, maybe you live in like, do we have any like listeners from like South Africa who've never had chicken and dumplings or like I don't know mainland China? Um, chicken and dumplings. Is basically like uh, it's a big old pot of like gravy yeah. and chicken and vegetables and dumplings. Oh. I would say it's almost like if you think of like if you've had like biscuits and gravy, it's almost kind of like a dinner version of that. That's, that's a good point. It's like a soup of that. But then I feel like if you've heard of biscuits and gravy, you've also probably heard yeah, of chicken that, and dumplings. Yeah, I don't. Th- so I, don't I don't know if that works. I don't think it's like. <laughs> legitimately possible to be like oh yeah yeah i've heard of i've heard of biscuits and gravy before but i don't know like chicken and dumplings i don't know maybe we should cover chicken and dumplings on a future episode we could chicken like the dumplings part of they're not like asian dumplings they're not like they're not buns or pot stickers they're they're a weird little like pillow made of like dough sort of they're kind of like a homemade pasta almost uh they're like southern people gnocchi yeah, that's a good point. They're they're basically like gnocchi. They're a very like doughy, chewy pasta thing. But you make them from scratch. You throw them into the boiling gravy or boiling. At that point, it's broth, yeah. but they thicken it up into a gravy. It's basically just a pot full of gravy and chicken and vegetables. It's chicken soup meets gravy. It's ah oh, man, it's so good, so tasty. Very hearty and filling. And very warm. hearty and filling. Very good for when it's winter time. Yeah. And I feel like we make it exclusively during winter, but like I said, again, yeah. when it's hot out, you don't want something heavy and hot. Oh, you don't want your stomach. Or you could make nice iced chicken and dumplings, like some nice congealed gravy, <laughs> just a big old blob. <laughs> Ugh. Speaking of uh, of winter time, we do have one very important subject to touch upon, and that, of course, is the big game that everyone is real excited about: the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> Nah, well, Charlie's the, excited. Charlie's He's excited. Moving around yeah. a little. Oh, and also like there's like a football game or something. But yeah, that brings us to uh, you know this is an off-topic episode. We don't have a main topic, but we do have a couple of things we're going to discuss. 
So let's get started. Without further ado, I'll present all of you today's off-topic buffet. So, as mentioned, it's February, and whether you care about the Puppy Bowl or the Super Bowl, not a lot of people are going to be getting together at parties this year because of the not pandemic. Be. But that doesn't stop the fact that you, you know, let's everybody gets together and cooks. Probably like the best part of Super Bowl parties in general is the food, because like let's face it, like football is boring. Like the NFL is all full. Of, like I don't even know if anyone cares about the NFL anymore. My family never cared about football because uh, my father... Because he hates football because interrupts the yeah, Simpsons. He just, but like, it's funny. My father is like super Mr. Right-wing conservative Republican guy, but he hates football. He hates it just because, like like you said, he, he's been watching every Sunday night, he's been watching the Simpsons every Sunday at 8 p.m. for like the past like 32 years. And just come winter... He goes to turn on the Simpsons, and it's just like we're sorry, like, but this football is going, this football game's going into like double overtime. So fuck off, no Simpsons for you. All he just wants to do is watch cartoons. Oh, uh, but yeah, so we don't watch football. I used to watch football a lot in college, but and I stopped caring about it. And now I don't remember the last time I actually turned on an NFL game. I listened to football while doing homework when I lived at my parents' yeah, house because my dad would watch yeah, football. Yeah, your dad likes football. The, but... like, Fox, like, sports sound, the, oh. like, jingly thing, it just, like, yeah. brings me back. <laughs> it just, like, takes me exactly Someday. to, like, fall, like, just starting, like, school again right, and like right. working on homework while yeah. football's on tv yeah your dad he he's he likes hockey a little more than football though right or i think I mean, he so. likes everything yeah baseball i think he likes baseball and hockey better than football because yeah. he actually goes to like hockey and football and really baseball watch, games he used to play hockey too yeah he did yeah but, you know, he's just like like i'm saying like he's just like a just a, like a just a, a beautiful wonderful like just classic <laughs> american dad guy he's 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 perfect like and his birthday is later this week. Yeah, happy so birthday, Dad! If any of our listeners run into Rick Adamo, uh, <laughs> give him give him a nice shout out and a happy birthday wish. Um, but yeah, so like between the two of us, we don't really care about football. But football and our Super Bowl specifically, like we said, the best part of them is the food because basically everyone instead of going out to a bar and watching the game there. They decide to stay home, throw a party, and make bar pub food at home. Which like like let's be real, like bar pub food like. There's like a real definition of it, kind of like comfort food, but it's just what did we say it was like? It's like finger food. It's, oh, I remember. Yeah, it's like the like appetizer sampler from your favorite like restaurant. Yeah, just all those like yeah. mozzarella sticks and chicken wings, like finger foods, jalapeno poppers, fast food that you made and you made it fancier and better. So it's not bad for. Well, it's not you know it's not great for. It's not healthy like. <laughs> Buffalo wings aren't a health food, but, like, make them at home. They're going to be a little better. But, uh, yeah, so doesn't matter if there's, uh, if you know, if you're not going to a party, people are still going to – it's a good excuse to cry up, like, chicken wings and, like, mozzarella slammers and pizza dips and whatever the frig. So where we're going with this is Google, as they tend to do, they like to release their, like, trend maps of the United States where they show what sort of trending searches are going on. And, uh – we found uh, for Super Bowl 
foods, they released uniquely searched Super Bowl foods by states in America. And, you know, you got some classic ones. Like, you got chili, and you got buffalo chicken dip. Nachos. Chicken wings. Then you get some some real, real uh, left-field curveballs out there. Like, you know, when I go to a a Super Bowl party and I want pub food, you know, I think of, like, uh, you know, like onion dip and chips. Meanwhile, the uh, the state of Wyoming, they're looking up chia seed coconut milk dessert. <laughs> I got, I got a few questions here. Yeah, first of all, in general, why? Yeah, right. Second of all, why for Super Bowl? That's that's another that one. That's like the worst Super Bowl party. Yeah, see, cuz like it might chi- be good, yeah, but chia like... seed coconut milk dessert might be good and uh you know, it's probably like actually we I, I kinda wanna try it now. We have chia seeds. Here's the thing though, is like three of those words, <laughs> maybe four of those words, don't really cross over much with football culture. <laughs> like if that was what was trending in California or like Vermont or something, I'd be like, Yeah, okay, checks out. California is all about crazy. California, their their trending search was cheeseburger sliders. Mm-hmm. That's very, very tame for California. We have some states try, plan on having like classy ass Super Bowl parties because multiple states have charcuterie boards as their uh, <laughs> top searches. Oklahoma, one of the Virginias, I think. Yeah. Or wait, is that can? Yeah, one of the Virginias. We people we had to like have a map of the United States open on a separate tab because we're awful at geography. Yep. We're after fourth graders. like the East Coast. Yeah, we once we, it turns into squares, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm that, sorry. That, like, I apologize. I know, I know the East Coast, I know the West Coast, but like the Midwest <laughs> it's just a bunch of boxes. Like you guys could have had at least a little bit of personality, like friggin' like the, the Virginias say what you want about the Virginias, but like uh yeah, they're it's got some cool shapes, like one's like I don't know, it's like a freaking club or like a chicken wing that's like sideways or chi- uh, but uh, and then there's Texas, no missing Texas. Yeah. Texas, that's an easy one. It's like it makes up like a quarter of the United States. Uh, weirdly enough, Texas, their trending search for the Super Bowl was chocolate chip cookies, which that's just that's so adorable, yeah. that's so wholesome. But also like. You don't need to look up chocolate chip cookies. No. Like they're on the bag. Yeah. They're on the box yeah. of baking soda. Yeah. Um, there is no shortage of, yeah. of chocolate chip cookie recipes. Like you could like, if I like pulled up my pant leg and had the recipe <laughs> written down there, I'd be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I want to know what Montana's up to because they're looking up keto egg bites. That sounds also like the worst Super Bowl party. Keto egg bites. <gasps> What the hell is a keto egg bite? I don't know, but it sounds really bland and bad. Ugh. Yeah, there's, uh, we're very proud that New York has buffalo chicken dip as our trending search because we are home to yeah. Buffalo, New York, the birthplace of buffalo sauce and buffalo wings. Uh, we saw an older version of this map from like last year or a year or two ago, and it was like uh, spinach dip or something. It was chili, I think. One of them was chili. So it's good that we're back on top with buffalo, because um, yeah. if you never had buffalo chicken dip, that's amazing. It's basically just like you combine like buffalo sauce with like cream cheese or something and shredded chicken and just turn it into like a casserole. It's just like a buffalo chicken Goo. swimming pool, <laughs> and you just like you dip chips into it. It's like every bite is like a mouthful of little buffalo wings. It's amazing. And it's weird because I feel like it just got invented like five years ago or something. 
I, I never heard yeah. of it before. Like, I don't know. My, my sister-in-law, yeah, she's, Deborah started she started it. making it a lot. And now, like, ever since then, now you see, like, it's at stores. People make it at, like, every party now. It's amazing. So She also makes a really good onion dip. Yeah, she does. We it's, had her make those for our engagement party. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Um, weirdly enough, I'm surprised to see Georgia getting, like, fairly... Like kind of ethnic, they're looking yeah. for Korean barbecue, which good for you. Like I, I, I'd be surprised if there's any Korean people living in Georgia. Period. But good, you know, they're trying to reach out and extend themselves and learn something new. Yeah, I was surprised. Illinois has Cajun boil. You would think that'd be like Louisiana or something. Yeah, that is weird. So you had a theory that maybe places are looking up recipes they're not familiar with. So. Cajun boil in every state besides Louisiana, maybe it makes sense, but yeah. but then there are some ones, some of them which just kind of, you know, throws that out the window. Like you know, for example, New York yeah. buffalo chicken dip, which I don't know. I, I, I we should look into that. I'm curious where that like who who's taking credit for like the first buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, and then Tennessee is also looking for chili, and like I don't know. I feel like anybody in the South doesn't need. Yeah, chili they don't need to be told how to make chili, so. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, seven-layer dip in a, quite a few states. That's pretty good. Uh, Hawaii is adorable. Hawaii is just looking for Hawaiian barbecue chicken. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, they, they just want to double check. Yeah. Like, we still got this, right? But, yeah. What the uh, state is it? Uh, Wyoming, I think. Eh. No, nah, Wyoming was the one with chia seed uh, coconut oh, milk dessert. Oh, wait, no. Nebraska. I don't even know what that is. Which is Nebraska here? That one. Labne, huh? <laughs> Labne, what, what are you? Oh, um, like a flatbread, cream cheese, oh. yogurty thing, huh? Labne. So oh, it's pronounced lebne because it's some sort of Greek word. Oh, but it's a dip. Why would you make that? Well, I guess for, never mind. If it's a dip, it belongs yeah. at a Super Bowl. Super Bowl party. Like every, every Super Bowl party has to have appetizers, some kind of a sandwich. I don't care what freaking <laughs> sandwich it is, but some sandwich. Uh, at least two dips and buffalo chicken dip or chicken wings, some sort of piece of a chicken that, that was turned into a tasty yeah. snack. And if you don't have that, it's not a Super Bowl party. I just noticed, I think it's Washington, D.C. They searched for mochi. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> mochi is a Japanese wagashi. It's, it's a traditional Japanese sweet that's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, gelatinous version of a marshmallow it's like gooey and chewy and a lot of them don't really have much of a flavor but like they have flavored versions of it now but very chewy uh fun fact and by fun fact i mean horrible fact uh there's a type of mochi sticky mochi which uh it's a traditional japanese new year's food which is like probably one of the deadliest new year's foods on the planet because it's so sticky that when people try to swallow it they choke to death and die <laughs> so um if, if you're going to try some sticky mochi, which is, if you're trying that, chew it and yeah. don't die. So that's a PSA if it reaches anybody in Japan. Please, mm. please don't die. I mean, next New Year's. New Year's is already over. We can't undo the past. Well, if you're doing anything for Lunar New Year, don't do that either. Yeah. Although I don't think they celebrate Lunar New Year in Japan that much. Like, mm. they do a little bit. It's not as big as other yeah. places in Japan. But, uh, yeah. I, so say, I noticed, like, Minnesota was Chex Mix, which I find hard to believe because I feel like 
in my mind, just every Minnesota mom with like that Minnesota accent yeah. just has their own recipe. Yeah, for they Chex could make mix. that like, in their freaking sleep. Yeah. Like, what do you, they're just like, I need to find a way to look. I got a better check mix that I'm making. Don't you know? It's just so easy to get stuck in your ways. I need to find something new and interesting to throw in, like, like, like garlic or, or cheese. <laughs> I'm sure they figure a way to mix in mayonnaise somewhere. Yeah. It's like permanently the 1950s in the Midwest. I mean, we could look at this even more, but I think we covered all of like the more wacky ones. So we're going to move on to our next column, which is not really food related at all, but it was just so lousy that we couldn't help but include it. So... Uh, this is going to be a poor taste article. So if this is your first time, poor taste is an, uh, it's a column where we look at food news or events, stories, and other reports that just plain left a bad taste in our mouths. We live in the age of information, and it's never been easier to find out just how many spoiled, stupid people are out there, especially when it comes to the Internet. So we're going to give you a rundown on just one topic today, you know, not even a culinary ones. And, uh, you know, it's just one that we found to be particularly cringe inducing and bizarre and just generally in poor taste. So here we go. This article comes courtesy of Star Advertiser, which never heard of them, but we'll come back to that later. <laughs> um, basically this article it's an op-ed piece so no shade at star advertiser they didn't write this this was written by a rich douchebag <laughs> baby man child who basically just wrote like 10 paragraphs straight of whining and bitching and crying because his his vacation to hawaii in the middle of a pandemic didn't go as planned yeah the title of, of the column is a needlessly ruined hawaii vacation thanks to state rules yeah so we're not going to read this whole thing but uh we'll give you the the tldr version so this was written by gary witzenberg who um He's mad because they, in case you haven't heard, there's a pandemic going on. <laughs> I know it's a little hard to, but you know, who knows? Who knows who's listening? So a lot of states in, the, in America and just countries in general in the world have very strict travel restrictions right now because it's, uh, you know, they don't want people bringing in their friggin' germs yeah. and COVID and there's... Especially now there's multiple yeah, strains there's and multiple stuff multiple strains going on. and shit and millions of people are dying from it. So... You know, little understandable that, like, especially in states like Hawaii, which is a closed-off chain of islands, which is self-contained, would want to, you know, cut back on people just invading, you know, shitting all over their, like, beautiful and closed-off, sealed environment of a place. So, uh, this guy, basically, they showed up and, uh, I, I, I can't... I don't even know where to start with this. This is how. So basically, rich asshole goes to Hawaii, and uh, they told him that he had like uh, he had uh, a COVID test, which was not from a valid like COVID testing facility for the state of Hawaii, and so because of that, they couldn't like leave their uh, their timeshare location. Which spoilers, <laughs> this guy literally has a timeshare. They own in a Hawaii share. in Hawaii. <laughs> Which I didn't even think timeshares were real. I thought that was a plot device just invented for like 90s sitcoms. I didn't think people, I didn't think you could actually buy a timeshare. I didn't know they were, like, here we are. This guy, he literally owns a timeshare in Hawaii. And uh, he, he was mad because they told him. So he, him and his wife rage quit, took a plane home, and then immediately booked another flight to go to Florida because they were so pissy and angry about it. So like, ugh. Yeah, like... So, 
I mean, like, I don't... It gets like, worse. It gets way worse. Like, oh, like, I don't know. If you're not traveling, which you shouldn't be, you might not know. Like, Hawaii does have, like, really strict, like, COVID yeah. r- protocol right now. Some of the right strictest now. in the country. Yeah, like, it just so happens, like, two of my coworkers, like, independently of each other, recently went to Hawaii. So, like, I had some insight, like, listening to them talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, like... You have to get, like, if you want to go and not have to quarantine, you have to get a really specific rapid COVID test, like, 72 hours before, like, no no more than 72 yeah. hours before you Like, basically depart. within the two days before yeah. you go there. But and it's, like, a really specific test that, like, not every place offers it. So, and, like, the places that do offer it are often, like, they have, like, long wait lists. And you have to make an appointment. Like, both of them were stressing out trying to make sure they could get their appointment in time to go because places were booked up and it was like a whole thing. So like that part is like really like I can see it being stressful. Yeah, but again, like a hassle. But, but again, like, I mean, if you get to go to Hawaii and enjoy paradise, like it's probably worth it. <laughs> but also like, I don't know, like it is like they make it very clear, like you need this specific test. Yeah. So like, and like, I don't know, my two coworkers who were in their early 20s were able to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, they figured so. this shit out. So if you, you're like this guy, is, uh, I'm just going to read some excerpts from this. I'm going to let it speak for itself. <clears throat> the government of Hawaii has just cost my wife and I a highly anticipated vacation, a celebration of my birthday, two long travel days, and several thousand dollars in plane fares, plus a level of extreme aggravation that will last a long, long time, and calls us to reconsider any future Hawaii vacation plan. Uh, so, first of all, like, right off the bat, I don't give a shit if it's your birthday. Nobody gives a shit if it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. The state of Hawaii doesn't care if it was for your birthday. Um, do I have to remind you? We're having fucking one of the worst pandemics in modern history going on, and you're mad because you couldn't fly to fucking Hawaii to celebrate your birthday there? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Here, here, get Mr. Mr. Witzenberg. Gary. Can I call you Gary? <laughs> you know what my birthday party is going to be this year? My birthday party in two weeks is going to be, we stay in our apartment, we go to that couch over there, and I'm going to play Super Smash Brothers with my friends and maybe do like a Google like uh, voice chat call. That's my birthday party. And you're and you, you're mad because you can go to Hawaii. Oh, poor baby. Oh, his birthday got spoiled. We were supposed to go to Japan for our honeymoon last yeah. year. The honeymoon you get one of because yep. you're fucking one honeymoon. One your entire life. And it got canceled. Yep. A birthday you have every year. Birthday you have every year. You could go to Hawaii when the pandemic's over. I mean, no we'll, honeymoon. We'll go None. to Japan eventually, but Maybe. it's going to be at least two years yeah. probably after our wedding. So, yep. like, that doesn't even really count as a honeymoon anymore. Oh, but your birthday got spoiled. Oh. Anyway, we have traveled all the way from Michigan two to three times most years since purchasing timeshares there 15 years ago. We love Hawaii. We'd rather vacation there than almost anywhere else. So you have gone to Hawaii three times a year for 15 years straight? And because this one didn't work out, you're mad? You really? You're basically you're leaving Hawaii a one-star review. We could have made this one. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what this is. This column isn't even necessarily poor taste. This is review roast for basically this guy's reviewing Hawaii, and he's a piece of shit. He's a spoiled bastard. Oh, my God. So yeah, skip ahead because this is just more bitching about how he's they've enjoyed mini vacations in Arizona and California and Colorado and Florida during the pandemic. So they're just going on vacation to dozens of places everywhere. everywhere they're their own the, super spreader. Event. Yeah, when the entire country is like, hey, uh, you probably shouldn't be traveling right now. Please don't travel unless it's like really, really necessary. And here they are. 
We understand the fear of visitors bringing coronavirus to the island. No, you don't. If you did, if you did understand the fear of visitors bringing coronavirus to the islands of Hawaii, then you wouldn't have fucking going there. We know this disease makes them very sick and kills an unfortunate few. Um, way no, more than way a few. Way more than a few. Last time I checked, what are we up to? Like two million deaths worldwide? Yeah, I don't fucking know. So, uh, skipping ahead some more, he explains that uh, basically. To to play devil's advocate for a millisecond here, they just uh they the the QR code test or whatever that the, they they got a QR code saying that they tested negative and didn't have COVID from this one facility that used to be considered like good for Hawaii's like testing protocols or whatever. And the way that so for some reason it is not good enough anymore, which you should have double checked that. Like yeah. you said, your your like coworker who's like like uh, head in the clouds 20 year old girl she was able to figure that out this guy he didn't have the friggin you know foresight to go you know let's double check on that before we go to hawaii before we do this expensive trip so but uh the reason that he points out that they used this facility this hospital to get this special test and that he knows that it was good to go for hawaii before in the past was because they just went to hawaii and used that same facility in october <laughs> So now, not only is this guy th just fucking just a, a babby baby man baby because he, his, because he couldn't fly to Hawaii for his birthday in the middle of, of a horrible pandemic, he just went there four months ago. So he's angry because his birthday party in Hawaii it wasn't as good as when they went to Hawaii in October. It's February right now. And so... Oh, so the poor guy, his his second trip to Hawaii within six months got spoiled. Oh. And like, I get it. It's like someone should have notified them before, like at the airport before they left for Hawaii, like that there wasn't a like a proper thing or whatever. Like when they submitted the results, they should have emailed them and be like, actually, this isn't like a like the correct test. You need to go get another yeah. one. Like that is frustrating. It's a lot to of red fly. tape. All the way, like, it is a long trip. It's frustrating to fly all the way there. They live in Michigan. Yeah, just to be told, like, you like you came with it. But, like, then, like, you have to quarantine in your room. You're quarantined in your room in Hawaii. Hawaii. In your timeshare. Cry me a fucking river. You're, you're fucking, you're, you're wealthy enough to literally own a timeshare in Hawaii. Like, he writes verbatim in this. He's like, who would want to pay to spend two weeks sitting in their room in Hawaii? Not us. That's it. I would. I would. Yeah, I, I would. would. <laughs> I would love to spend two weeks looking out a window and seeing sunshine and palm trees. Even if I couldn't go outside, I'd just be like, kick back, take it easy, and you know, just open the window, get that fresh ocean breeze, listen, to birds chirping and seagulls. I would. That that sounds. That sounds lovely. Oh, oh no, not having to work to be able to just yeah. lounge around for two weeks. And then, uh, yeah, just, just more complaining, blah, 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 blah. I'm normally slow to anger, but this idiotic non-negotiable verdict made me so mad that a security guard threatened to arrest me. So it sounds like you got belligerent and bitchy to yeah. some employees of, like, an airport or your timeshare or whatever. They're just trying to do their damn just job. Just their job. Had nothing to do with the red tape that, that messed up your QR code test or whatever. So, just go to your timeshare, he said. Stay in your room. Then go home tomorrow whenever you choose. But once you're quarantined, you can't rent it. We booked a return flight that got us home, still seething with anger. The next evening, my birthday. So then we booked a trip to Florida. Uh, if you're complaining that it was expensive to take this trip to Hawaii that had to get canceled, and then you immediately scheduled another trip to Florida, 
I don't think money is an issue for you. Yeah. I don't think you should be crying about money right now, especially when you just took a fucking flight to Hawaii and a trip there four months ago. Fuck you. I thought you were gonna try not to yell because it's spiked the mic. I'll spike the mic because this guy deserves this guy deserves a fucking <laughs> spike through his fucking wrists. Again, we understand the reason for quarantine. No, you don't. No, you don't. But not the mindless way it's being administered. If Hawaii's going to reject test results, it must do that before people get on the plane, not after. A okay, fair. That's fair. That's a fair point. Uh, can't someone with authority and a functioning brain be available to review cases and decide on them? Why is Mid-Michigan's largest hospital on the partners list anymore? Bye-bye, Hawaii. It's been nice until now. That's my favorite thing yep. that people do now when they get yep. mad at a place. Bye bye. bye bye. As if anybody <laughs> on the fucking face of the earth gives a shit about you and your fucking business. Yeah. The, the state of Hawaii is going, oh no, Gary, not Gary. Oh, Gary's not coming back. Also, you're you're gonna go back. You wrote this article to, yeah. to bitch and, mo and moan and piss like a little bitch, and you're gonna go back there in six months because you're a rich asshole. <laughs> I guarantee it. Like this is just like it's madness. Like I like. The, Everyone is the, frustrated yeah. by the pandemic and quarantine and not being able to travel easily. Like, everyone wants to get out of where they are right now. Like, yeah. everyone wants not, a change of scenery. Nobody's having fun right now. Yeah. No one's living it up. But, like, it sucks. But, like, the longer you keep just not following the rules, the longer this is going to keep going because you're just going to keep going yep. around spreading yep. your disease. And again, it's frustrating. That does sound like a classic, just like red tape, like state government bullshit thing. That was a mistake. But uh, to go out and write an entire op-ed piece about how your birthday party got ruined, fuck off, dude. You know whose birthday party got ruined? Uh, my 29-year-old cousin who died of COVID on New Year's Day. He's not getting a birthday party this year because he's dead. Womp womp. Fuck you, you spoiled piece of shit. I, I went and looked up a couple of, of uh, you know, statistics. I was just curious about, like, how Hawaii's doing with COVID infections and cases right now. Just see. So, uh, for starters, uh, this guy is mad at the, uh, the very strict regulations Hawaii has for tourists coming in. So, uh, for reference, Michigan has had 614,000 cases of COVID uh, in the past year. Hawaii's had 26,000. So... They've had a fraction of the cases that Michigan has had, so, uh, gee, it's almost like they don't have that many cases, and they want to limit it so that not a lot of people die in Hawaii. Uh, they have the, Hawaii has the lowest incidence of COVID cases, like, per capita in the United States. They're, like, the, the, they have, they've had the least COVID in America, and they want to keep it that way, which yeah. I can't blame them for, because this virus fucks you up. This idiot, he's posing in there, the classic bullshit, like, oh, only a few people die of it. Like, oh, even if that were true, which which, which is not, yeah. like, millions of people have died from it, even if it were true, that's not counting all the people with multiple organ damage afterwards. There's been cases where people's hair falling out after they've recovered. One of my friends, his balls have just been hurting for a month, a, a month straight after he had COVID. Oh, no! It's not just a matter of surviving. People are losing their sense of smell and taste, and they're like, well, I get it back, doctor. And the doctor's like, no. <laughs> so, no, it's not just a matter of a few people died, unfortunately. No, it's a matter of this is a fucking Looney Tune cartoon wacky friggin' virus that does weird shit to, yeah. uh, to different people's bodies. So, so, gee, go figure. Hawaii doesn't want people bringing that shit in. I looked it up. Hawaii actually only has two active cases of COVID right now, which that's a fucking miracle yeah. considering, the, like, everywhere else there's thousands of people run, running around with freaking the plague. Uh, Hawaii has two cases 
And guess what? Those two cases, they're from Taurus, who brought it in from outside of Hawaii. So, gee, it's almost like Hawaii is, like, doing really well yeah. with COVID, and they have these strict rules to prevent people from bringing it in, because the only cases, the only people with COVID right now are tourists. Oh, 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 God. It's just, like, the... I could go on and on about this. This is just, like... The va th this is all even worse because, like, uh, we looked this place up, Star Advertiser. They're a Hawaiian newspaper. So this guy who lives in Michigan, he's some asshole. He's some rich old dick who just writes articles about cars for a living. He then, he got mad, rage quit, went home, and then reached out to a Hawaiian newspaper to complain to them. You're like, please let me post my scathing, angry, busy, bitchy little baby rant. I want to post on your website because it's an op-ed piece. Like I said. I hope everyone in Hawaii who read that just fucking laughed. Yeah. And was like. Fuck you, yeah. Gary Witzenberg. <laughs> it's just, like. I get it. Like, so like there probably are even people in Hawaii who are frustrated by the restrictions because like i'm sure like mm -hmm. you know they live off tourism and stuff so if it's harder for tourists to come yeah, they're probably it's, suffering it's gotta be rough so like i'm sure it is hard on them but like again the longer you, you keep not following the rules the longer it's going to keep going yep. on yep and complaining about it is not going to is not going to solve anything so that's the thing i think that's the thing that gets me the most about this is this guy he could have gone to Hawaii, had like had that mess up, gone home and, and been angry and pouty and pissy about it for for a week, and it would and he would have been still been a spoiled piece of shit. Yeah. But the fact that he went out, like I said, reached out to a Hawaiian journalism like you know company and was like, I want to complain, and then just put this out there to the world. Just he might as well just like instead of this article, he might as well have just like ran like a flyover in all 50 states that says, I am a spoiled baby. Fuck me. That's basically what you did with this. You put it out to the internet. It's out there for everyone to see now, mm -hmm. to see that you, you're an, an uninformed, ignorant bag of shit. Yeah. Like, if you want to just complain to your friends and yeah. family, fine. And they'd all be like, oh, I don't know, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> like, if you wanted to, like, make, even just a Facebook yep. post complaining about it, like, fine. But an op-ed piece. You, you wanted to, like, call the airport or call Hawaii the state and like <laughs> ask for your money back like fine but like like you said like to just like reach out to hawaii yep. newspaper and be like i would like some space in your publication talk shit to about you, hawaii. Yeah, to complain about why i'm mad at you like that i don't know it'd be like going to your friend's house breaking a vase or something <laughs> and then they're like you have to go home now and then you go home so then you you write a letter to the parents being like here's what i think about you and and, and, and all this from an asshole who admits that he's gone there three times a year for 15 years straight. And one time out of 15, yeah. uh, you've gone there almost 50 times. I've been there zero times. Zero. I'd love to go there once. I'd, lo I'd love to go to Hawaii. I'd love to check it out, let alone 50 times. And one time in a pandemic, you decided to fucking not go to Hawaii and, and go against all fucking scientific suggestions and go to Hawaii. Not once. But twice in a fucking in an international pandemic, and you're mad that one of those didn't work out. Fuck you. You suck ass. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. 
Oh, we zoned out there. <laughs> well, I let, thought you were giving a pause for like the next section. I, I was giving a pause for the next section, but then I didn't realize that it didn't actually say, now we're moving on to the next <laughs> section. So uh, with that, we got a shitty old recipe coming up. So with that, I guess let's move on to shitty old recipes. So, if this is your first time around, Shitty Old Recipes is a game that we like to play where we delve into the worst recipes that we could find in the old-timey cookbooks on our shelves or in the annals of the internet. Meg here is going to read the title, and uh, I'm going to guess what sort of unthinkable horror nightmare fuel ingredients make it up. So, as usual, I'll be guessing, she'll be reading, because it's just more fun that way. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get started. Alright, this recipe comes from... The treasure trove that is the questionable uh, vintage recipes group on Facebook. Okay. I will say this. This recipe, I mean, it might be shitty, but I would say its defining quality is more than it's just baffling. <laughs> okay. That's... <laughs> okay. I don't know what to think about that, but sure. All right. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right. The title of this recipe is Mock Chicken. Mock chicken. Yes. M-O-C-K. Not, uh, not, not like Mach 3. It's I not thought like it was going to be like really fast <laughs> yeah. chicken. It's not like... <laughs> like this chicken, you cook, you turn it up to 7 million degrees in the oven, and it cooks so fast, it's called mock chicken. Okay. Well, if it's mock chicken, I'm going to guess that it doesn't have chicken in it. Am I correct about that? Correct. Okay, No good. chicken. No chicken. Does it have any meat of any kind? It does. <laughs> Oh, okie dokie, I, see, <laughs> silly me, I was thinking like, oh, maybe this is like a vegetarian thing, maybe this is like an early old-timey vegetarian recipe before they had like 3D printed hamburgers <laughs> and like chicken wings that grow on trees and stuff, um, but no, okay, so it's got meat in it, this is mock chicken <laughs> for, for all the people out there who don't want to eat chicken but want to eat a cow for some reason. Okay, does does it contain beef then? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I walked right into that one, didn't I? You did. It has one pound of hamburger. One pound hamburger meat? It just says one pound hamburger, comma cooked. Okay. But cooked. then you also, uh, I would ignore that part though, because then. That's... We'll just say one pound hamburger. Okay, we'll say one pound hamburger. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would assume that they're, that what that really means is one pound of chopped meat yeah. or chopped beef. That's what I'm Going assuming. back to Wyoming, searching for that for the Super Bowl. Um, the fact that they just say one pound hamburger is really funny, though, because I'm just like picturing, like, just take one very large one pound hamburger fully cooked and on bun... <laughs> Uh, Close your eyes and pretend it's yeah, chicken. Yeah, pretend it's chicken. Bite in and mm, 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 doesn't that hamburger taste like chicken? <laughs> okay, well, uh, how do you make beef, which has a very strong flavor, taste like chicken, which does not have a flavor as much as I love chicken? I will tell you this. There's only two other ingredients. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> And one of them isn't just magic. Oh, oh man! <laughs> You're right, this is just confusing. <laughs> Cheese? No. 
breadcrumbs? Are you frying it like a chicken cutlet? No. What the fuck? Does it happen to mention what year this is from by any chance, or no? No, it just says it's from an old church cookbook. Oh, this is from a church cookbook. This should be a sin. Oh, wait, someone else said they have a cookbook that has mock chicken in it that's from 1938. See, I was expecting it to be from, like, 1708. Or no, even earlier. This, that's bizarre. Uh, milk? No, but there is a dairy-ish product. Butter? No. Oh, well, that, that would have made too much sense. Is it yogurt for some reason? No. Mayonnaise? No. Uh, uh, that's true. They didn't know about mayonnaise yet. Not until 1950, <laughs> and then, then man was in everything. Oh, okie dokie. Eggs? No. Because that's kind of dairy. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Ice cream! No. Ah, damn it. How about, what other dairies out there? Cream? I said dairy-ish. Dairy-ish. Wait, how about my Cow saying... Cow semen? Wait, how about I say the other remaining ingredients are all in cans? Oh, no. Is it like cheddar soup? It is a soup, but not cheddar. Oh. 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 <laughs> cream of mushroom? Does that have cream in it? Yeah, one can cream of mushroom one soup. Cream of mushroom soup. Good news is, you only have one ingredient left to guess. It could be anything, though! <laughs> it could be anything. I don't... Every time we get a new recipe, it's just bizarre how they found different ways to just him together things that don't make sense like i said this one didn't even sound that bad it's just it's just confusing like my brain broke when you told me that it had meat in it still yeah, like, once it's cooked it's probably fine it's just like i said it's baffling um salt no or pepper is no. it a spice no it's not a spice green beans kind of Peas? I'll just, it, one can mixed vegetables. One can of mixed... So yeah, to make your mock chicken, <laughs> you just take one pound hamburger, right. one can mixed vegetables, okay. one can cream mushroom soup. As one does <laughs> when you want chicken, okay. Fry hamburger, drain, add vegetables and soup, simmer 10 minutes, and you got yourself some chicken. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm oh. even more confused! Oh. <laughs> so... Are you cooking a hamburger or are you not? I don't know! That's why I said... Because like it says... Frying? It says one pound hamburger cooked, but then you fry it, so I don't... You can't be cooked if you're also... Unless the draining is the oil? Are... If... Oh, so... Is this what this is? You just, like... Fry up, but not not really fry. Just cook up ground beef, and then add in vegetable, like canned mixed vegetables and soup, and just make a goopy fucking. Unless it actually is a hamburger, and you're making almost like a Salisbury steak kind of situation. But then I don't understand how it's supposed to be chicken. It says one one pound hamburger that's is true. humongous. So I don't know. Like that's like that's what we're working yeah. towards in modern society. Like every fast food was like, oh, you like the quarter pound, we got the third pound. You like third pound, we don't like fractions. It's a fucking one. It's just one pound. One pound burger. 
uh, yeah, it's an, I, I don't think it's just a big fucking one pound hamburger. I gotta guess it's just a pound of hamburger meat, like chopped meat. Yeah. And you're just making like weird fucking hamburger soup. Um, uh, you know. It's also like the cream mushroom soup, like. Usually got to add some water or milk or something to that. That shit's gooey. Yeah. That's a gooey soup. Uh, you know. Unless there's liquid in the mixed vegetables. I never got a can of mixed vegetables. So he's gotten frozen. Never so got a know. can of mixed vegetables in the 1930s either. Who knows what they had in most Yeah, of- that's true. Uh, I, you know, I, this is bizarre because, like, I like I haven't eaten beef in, like, over a decade. I almost want to break that <laughs> and just to try this. Just to see, like, what... <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just like, maybe there's some sort of like weird, like alchemy thing going on. Like you combine those three ingredients, you put the lid on and you open it up and boom, there's just a, there's just a whole chicken. I, that's, that's really, that is, that is something. <laughs> it almost, it would almost make sense if it was the other way around. Like if it was like mock beef and then it was like ground turkey or ground chicken and then add like cream of mushroom soup because then you get some umami yeah because yeah mushrooms taste kind of like kind of gamey and beefy like, but like um... that is absolute as bonkers that is <laughs> you now see why i had to include this hey you know what maybe that's gonna be the next hot super bowl food people are gonna just cram that together they're gonna trick vegetarians into eating it's like it's it's mock chicken it doesn't contain chicken they're like oh sweet so it's vegetarian this is delicious what's in it uh one pound of hamburger <laughs> Oh, Jesus. All right, peeps. With that, we are all set here. Check, please. So that should wrap it up for this week's edition of Poor Couples Deep Dish Podcast. Remember, we are, in fact, the only podcast left where you're more likely to learn about cereal than cereal killers. Search recipes, cooking tips, and other cool stuff on our website, poorcouplesfoodguide.com. And don't forget, you can always write into us at mail at poorcouplesfoodguide.com to ask for any food advice that you may need. Or if you don't want food advice, you could write literally anything and we'll feature on the podcast. You can send in any comments, feedback, criticism, hate mail, love mail, chain letters, postcards, whatever random ponderings that should pass your mind. Once again, that's mail at poorcouplesfoodguide.com. Or if you'd like, you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or just leave a comment if you're on YouTube in the comment section below. While you're at it, try and give us some ratings and reviews on whatever platform you're using. It really helps us gain exposure, which is great while we try to help Deep Dish's audience grow. Or if you're on YouTube, please give us a like. And if you haven't, smash that subscribe button to pieces. Uh, Next week, or not next week, I should say next episode, we are going to be doing a cute little Valentine's Day spectacular. We're going to feature a couple little... It's going to be an on-topic episode. It's not going to feature the usual formula. We'll still give you, like, the history and rundown stuff, but it's not going to be one topic specifically. We're just going to take a couple little vignettes related to just various Valentine's candies, like like mixed chocolates and conversation hearts, lollipops. uh, What do people even get for Valentine's Day anymore? Uh... I think they get conversation hearts with like little things saying like text me yeah. and LOL, but yeah. So like, we always just get plushies. So yeah, we do get plushies for each other because we have a mountain of plushies. <laughs> but yeah, so look forward to that. Next episode, we'll be doing a Valentine's Day special. Until then, we bid you a good day and good eats. So stay hungry and keep feeding that brain. And tummy. Okay, let's start recording because it is 10.01.
Damn it. That means we failed. We can't do it. Turn it off. Turn it all away. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's of us being fucking losers. Come back next week when we attempt to even do something that remotely resembles adult responsibility correctly.